Hello, Kipper. How are you? I'm all right. So mum's still taking a little break after Christmas and it falls to us to give out the answers for our big rough giraffe New Year's quiz. (laughs) Yes. Yeah, people find it quite tricky. I know, I know. But all the answers were there if you knew where to look. (laughs) This is going to be a short episode. We're just going to go through the answers. Yes, and then we'll put out another little episode just to let people know who the winners are. Once we've counted up all of the points. Yeah. All those that entered will get a little prize. And if you manage to answer five questions in the same round, then you're guaranteed to get a kipper or bell keyring. And we'll be in touch with you so you can tell us if you'd rather have bell or kipper. Well, of course, they'll all want kipper. <laughs> anyway, kipper, did you have a good Christmas? Okay, well, I'm sorry we couldn't keep you more entertained. Yeah, it's difficult going back to work, isn't it? You still working at the magazine, doing your articles about cat grooming? Oh, that's a shame. Yeah, I suppose there's only so much licking your own testicles will get you. Or not licking your testicles, that's right. Licking the area. (laughs) You're like a Ken doll. Like a Barbie doll, there's nothing down there. (laughs) more like tiny tears okay so just somewhere for you to wee but nothing else oh we're going to be back in february with series three and there'll be a little bit of a change to the new series our first episode is going to be all about what you would do if you had one hundred thousand pounds now a hundred thousand pounds isn't really enough to give up your job forever and live the life of Riley but it is enough to make some lifestyle changes so if you have some ideas what you would do with a hundred thousand pounds let us know you can send us your suggestions via twitter at rough giraffe pod or through instagram at rough giraffe podcast We have a Facebook page if you want to follow us on Facebook and you can send us messages there or you can email roughgiraffepodcast at gmail.com and we love to get audio questions if you feel you want to send them. Otherwise, we're quite happy for you just to write. Okay, 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 Kipper, I'm doing it, I'm doing it. Let's get on with the answers. Stuffed to the gills full of turkey and sprouts Staring into space wondering what to do now It's Stacy and Mum full of festive belly laughs With a big new year's quiz from Rough Giraffe So round one was Mum's Christmas questions The first question After leaving Bethlehem to which country did Joseph, Mary and the baby G's travel? What's the answer Kipper? Correct. Question two. Which patron saint is remembered on the 26th of December? Correct again. Well done. Question three. What colour are the berries on mistletoe? Yes. Well done. Number four. What? Of course people can understand what you're saying. You don't think they will? Oh, okay. Well, I'll go back to the beginning then. Round one. Mum's Christmas questions. Question number one. After leaving Bethlehem, to which country did Joseph, Mary and the baby G's travel? The answer is Egypt. 
I think they first went to Egypt and then they went on to Nazareth. So there's a little bit of a trick question there. Number two, which patron saint is remembered on the 26th of December? The answer is St Stephen's and it was originally called St Stephen's Day but we now in the UK call it Boxing Day. The reason we call it Boxing Day is debated but some say it's because the churches would leave money boxes out for the poor on Christmas Day and some say it's because ships would carry a sealed box of coins on board for good luck and when the ship returned successfully, the box would be given to the church and the money handed out to the poor at Christmas. The best known theory is that Boxing Day is named after the practice of wealthy aristocrats giving boxes and gifts to their servants one day after Christmas. They're probably giving them presents that they didn't want on Christmas Day. Oh, I don't like that. I'm going to give it to Ethel down in the kitchen. She'll like a nice bath bomb. Question three. What colour are the berries on mistletoe? Now the answer is white, but I've seen it overwhelmingly depicted as red on Christmas cards and pictures. And I think that's because it gets mistaken for holly. Question four, every elf has this ornament on the tip of their shoes and it's a bell. And question five, what is Father Christmas called in France? The answer is Père Noël. Round two, is my throwback round. The first question was sent to us by Stork and Peacock at the Besotted Geek podcast. And they asked, what are Harlow and Collie's real names? The answer, of course, is Harlow and Collie, because those are their real names. I'm just kidding. It's Carla and Holly, and they're the hosts of the Theme Park Films podcast. Question two, what is mum's favourite flavour soup? Now, I know Mandy will know this because she won a packet of it, but the answer is Florida spring vegetable. Question three. In episode one, who would mum have a body transplant with? The answer, of course, is Angelina Jolie. Whenever you hear a question about mum wanting to swap bodies or heads with somebody, the answer is always going to be Angelina Jolie or Julia Roberts. Question four. What attacked me in the toilets? In episode 9 of series 2, the answer was flies. Question 5. In series 1, we talked about a heavily pregnant giraffe and her name, of course, was April. Now, for a bonus point, the name of the baby was Tajiri. If you want to hear more about April and her pregnancy, go back and listen to series one. It just so happened that we started the podcast as the hype of uh, April the Giraffe was at its peak. And so we managed to talk about April for quite some time before the baby was born. Round three. This is more of mum's Christmas questions. Question one is name Santa's eight original reindeer. And of course, it's Bambi, Thumper, Flower, Rudolph, Nonsense, Grumpy, Snow White, Potato, Kipper. Have we done eight yet? (laughs) The real answer is Dasher, Dancer, Prancer, Vixen, Comet, Cupid, Donna and Blitzen. The two which are named after Thunder and Lightning for bonus points are Donna and Blitzen. Question two. Which country is credited with the creation of eggnog? 
Now, I would have sworn blind that this was American or even Canadian, but I've had a look on Wikipedia and it's actually originally from Britain. It was made popular in America in the 18th century and, in fact, is quintessentially American or Canadian nowadays. We don't really drink it over here. For those that don't know, eggnog is egg and milk with alcohol in it. Originally could be sherry or beer, but I think now people prefer brandy or whiskey. Question three, which country does St Nicholas originally come from? The answer is Turkey. Well, the answer is Turkey if you were looking at a map now. Back then, the countries were slightly different, but we're going to say the answer is Turkey. Question four, what are the two most commonly left out snacks that children leave for Santa on Christmas Eve? The answer is milk and cookies. They obviously leave a carrot out for Rudolph. And question five, how many points does a snowflake traditionally have? The answer is six. Round four is Stacey's Guinness World Records round. So question one was about Otto, the skateboarding dog, and he managed to travel through a tunnel of human legs made out of 30 people. Question two was how long did Lee Redmond grow her nails? The answer, I will take either combined length or single longest individual nail length. The answer is a combined total of 8.65 metres or 28 feet 4 inches and the longest individual nail was the right thumb which grew to 90 centimetres That's two foot, 11 inches long. That's also disgusting. Apparently, she could still drive a car and cut people's hair. I'm not sure whether she cut their hair with her nails like Edward Scissorhands or whether she could actually hold scissors. But when you look at her, it looks like she wouldn't be able to hold anything in her hands. Her nails are so long. Question three, what is the record for eating a chocolate orange the fastest? And the answer is one minute, 16 seconds. Now, if you don't think that's very long, keep in mind that this chocolate is extremely thick and gloopy when you when it's melting in your mouth. So if you're trying to eat, I don't know how many segments there are on a chocolate orange. It's not something that you can eat like an apple. You do have to eat all the segments, and it's solid chocolate. It's making my mouth water just thinking about it. Question four, the record for drinking a bottle of ketchup. Now, when we asked the question, the Guinness World Record website had the time up for a German chap of 29.4 seconds. However, when I've gone back to look at it, there's a new record been set by Dinesh Shivnav Apadhyay, who's from India, and he managed to drink it in 25.37 seconds. Because the record has been changed on the website, I will accept either 29.4 or 25.37 seconds. And the record for the longest time dunking a biscuit in tea is 1 minute 12 seconds. I asked people on Twitter what they counted as a dunk, whether it's a quick in and out or a hold it in until it goes soggy. And the consensus overwhelmingly that it was a quick in and out. So I can't quite understand how he can dunk for a minute and 12 seconds, but maybe it was in, out, in, out, in, out, in, out. 
We're going to be doing a new segment in the next series where mum tries to break world records. So if you have a world record that you would like mum to try and break live on pre-recorded air, then please get in touch with us through our social media. Round five, even more of mum's Christmas questions. Question one, what are the three gifts the wise men bring to baby G's? The answer, obviously, is gold, frankincense and myrrh. In A Christmas Carol, Ebenezer Scrooge's partner is called Jacob Marley. Question three, which was the first state in the US to recognise Christmas as an official public holiday? I have to apologise for those that were reading the questions on our social media. I inadvertently said that it was an official pubic holiday. So the answer is Alabama. I'm sure that's what they sound like in Alabama. They declared Christmas a legal holiday in 1836. Question four is which was the last state in the US to recognise Christmas as an official public holiday? And that was Oklahoma. Again, a perfect Oklahomian. Do you say Oklahomian? Oklahomish? If you're from Oklahoma, let me know if you're Oklahomian or Oklahomish. And that was in 1907. Question five. From which country is the tree put up in Trafalgar Square in London taken? And the answer is that it's donated to the people of Britain by the city of Oslo in Norway. And it has been every year since 1947. I was convinced that it would be Germany because of Queen Victoria as she introduced the Christmas tree. But uh, no, it's from Norway. And Norway is pretty well known for their spruces. G'day, spruce. Round six. Don't worry, we're nearly there. This is Stacey's news of the year. Question one. In February, Britain was hit by winds of up to 94 miles per hour. What was the name of the storm? The answer is Doris. A little bit of trivia for you. The name Doris is a Greek name. The meaning of the name Doris is gift. So that's nice. I'm sure the people of Britain did not think that Doris was a gift when she was blowing over their wheelie bins and plastic patio furniture. Second question. In March, SpaceX's Falcon 9 orbital class rocket was launched, but why was it so special? Well, once it had been launched, it was able to land and launch again. So it was the first rocket that could be relaunchable and therefore cut the costs of space travel by millions and billions. We're all going into space soon, guys. You're not Kipper, don't worry. In September, we learned of a young lady who had got stuck in the bathroom window whilst on a date. What was she trying to get out of the window? The answer was her poo. If you remember... This young lady tried to chuck her poo out of the window when she couldn't flush it down the toilet, but it got stuck between two panes of glass and she, as an amateur gymnast, decided to get in between the glass panes to retrieve it. Unfortunately, she got stuck and had to be rescued by firemen. Question four. In November, a new species called Pongo tapanuliensis was found in Sumatra. It's more commonly known as an orangutan. And yes, my nephew Josh was on varmint saying that he would eat an orangutan if they got stuck in the desert. In November, a painting sold for $450 million 
despite lingering doubts over its authenticity. The artist was Leonardo da Vinci. Round seven is mum's music round. Now, I know that this music round has been driving people crazy, especially Michelle and Owen. Your torture is finally at an end and you will now hear the answers to the music round. So, the first one was O Come, O Come, Emmanuel. O Come, O Come, Emmanuel And ransom captive Song two was O Holy Night. I love this version of O Holy Night. I listened to it about a hundred times, if not more. And it's by the Choir Boys. Song three, O Little Town of Bethlehem. This is quite a tricky one because it has two different tunes. There's an American tune and there's a British tune and we chose the British version because that's what we used to sing when we were in school. Song four, O Christmas Tree. This is Boney M version. And question five. O come all ye faithful. O come ye faithful, the link between them all is that they all start with O, as in just a letter O at the beginning of the song title. And for an extra, extra bonus point, we asked how many gifts were given to my true love in the song The Twelve Days of Christmas. And if you add them all up, the answer is 364, which if you think about it, is almost enough to have one every single day until the next Christmas. Round eight was Guess Who Isn't Coming to Dinner, courtesy of Donna from Varmints and Soapy Madam's podcasts. She wanted to know which person was not coming to dinner because they were dead. The clues were that this person missed dinner due to a head injury that rendered him unconscious for two hours. It was thought this person might die and everyone was very worried about him. Fact two, this person wrote a popular song which was covered by the band Seven Degrees. And fact three, this person was nicknamed Coppernose due to his much devalued coins. The answer, of course, is Henry VIII. Now, Henry VIII is not resting in his tomb and the person for extra bonus points that is resting in Henry VIII's tomb is Horatio Nelson. Round nine was mum's Christmas music round number two. Question one, 
The Ramones had a song called Merry Christmas. What was the rest of the song title? And the answer is, I don't want to fight tonight. That's, I don't want to fight tonight. Question two, what is the name of the lead singer of Wizard who sang I Wish It Could Be Christmas Every Day? And the answer is Roy Wood. Question three, the Pretenders had a Christmas hit with how many miles? The answer is 2,000. Question four, which song was a Christmas number one in 1956 and 1978 for two different artists? And the answer is Mary's Boy Child, which was a hit for Harry Belafonte and Boney M. Question five. The Wassailing song was released in 1992 by a well-known band of the time. It was presented and arranged by Gold, Frankincense and Blur. Round ten. We're nearly there, guys. This is another throwback round and we start off the round with the question, why is Kipper the wonky cat wonky? Kipper, tell us. <coughs> That's right. He had an ear infection, which once it had cleared up, left his head permanently tilted. Question two. In series one, episode six, who won the Toast Wars? Obviously, I won the Toast Wars because I like lovely, hot, buttery toast and mum likes to eat cardboard. Question three. In series one, episode ten, where in America was I calling mum from? The answer was Boston. Now that's a good Boston accent. Let me try again. Boston. Boston. Oh, I'm an impersonating wizard. I'm wasted in this job. Though it's not a job. I'm wasted in some other job. Name three countries which have only downloaded the podcast once. Now there were quite a few here and you could get a point for each of the ones you named. You could have Argentina, Azerbaijan, Belgium, Switzerland, Colombia, Estonia, Finland, Guatemala, Hong Kong, Jordan, Kazakhstan, Portugal, Qatar, Serbia, Sweden, Singapore or Turkey. And question five, which jingle, which has been used in every single episode since the beginning, was missing from our 12 Days of Rough Giraffe Christmas episode? Owen, take it away. It's the end of the podcast, it is very sad. Okay, okay, wait, 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 we're not quite finished yet. But it was the end of the podcast song. So that's it. We can finally say goodbye to 2017 and move on with 2018. Thank you to everybody that took part in the quiz. I will let you know as soon as I can who has won and what they have won. And I hope you come back to us for series three and don't forget to send us your suggestions for what you would do with a hundred thousand pounds if we really like your answer not only will we read it out on the show but we'll also send you a little something to say thank you no kipper don't don't wait kipper's only got hairballs to offer and i can't afford the postage on that okay i hope you enjoyed the quiz i know we had fun putting it together please see our show notes for links to those songs okay speak to you soon bye It's the end of the podcast, it is very sad But tune in again and it won't be so bad With Mum in the bungalow and Stacey at home 
Send us your stories on your smartphone And then everybody won't feel so alone The Rough Giraffe Podcast The Rough Giraffe Podcast This podcast is part of Brit Pod Scene, an independent network of uniquely British podcasts that's always growing. Check out BritPodScene.com or BritPodScene on Twitter to find out more. Thank you.